on today's episode of Shooting the Breeze. We talk about the possibility of a white Christmas in 2022. We'll also take a look at the historical probability in central Illinois. Forecast looking awfully cold, perhaps a little snowy. So let's sit back, relax, and let's shoot the breeze with your local weather authority. Whenever you may be, I'm your local weather authority, Chief Meteorologist Chris Yates, joined by meteorologist Molly Mason. Hello. How are you, Molly? I'm good. You know, it's been a minute since we've been able to sit down. It's been a minute. At the same time. At the same time. And uh, sit down. When was our last podcast? It's been a while. I feel like it was November. Yeah. Yeah. November? Yeah. Uh, Been a little short-staffed, but we're making it through. Short-staffed, holidays, illness, the plague, you know. You know, though we got a lot of good stuff to talk about. This is the uh, this is our holiday lead-in yes podcast. So there's some fun stuff we get to talk about. The weather's actually kind of interesting now. We had so okay. So today we're recording this on I almost said February, December sixteenth. That's, That's where my brain has been. This February week. already. Yeah, you just apparently. Fast forward. I uh, so for those of you listening, I basically fought the flu a week prior to this. I think my brain is still recovering from that because I haven't been able to speak words this entire week. <laughs> um, we are recording this on December 16th. We did a story on the morning show that said nine days until Christmas. And I think my soul jumped out of my body when I heard that because I didn't know that we had nine days until Christmas. It's sneaking up on you. Yes. Sneaking up on you. For those of you who are wondering at home, no, I have not finished my Christmas shopping. Yep. I actually got mine done already. Yay! Uh, I actually beat my wife, which I don't think has ever happened. Is it wrapped? No, I got. I'm going to be doing that this weekend. Yeah, that's my plan too. Yeah. I, I got to wrap what I do have this weekend. Wrap what you got. Yes. All right. Well, hey, you know what? Changes in the air. We can literally feel it. Uh, it's gotten colder. It's uh, gotten snowier. Uh, uh, we picked up. Also, we did pick up uh, some much-needed rain earlier this week. We did. A yes. A lot of two-inch totals. Mm-hmm. That was a uh, you know for a storm system that has so many negative impacts across the country from. A blizzard in the northern plains, which, as of this recording, is still go- still going on. They've been under blizzard conditions since Tuesday. Yeah. So day four, and uh, you know, from that going on in the north and the severe weather outbreak across pretty much all of the south, mm-hmm. uh, from uh, Texas, Oklahoma, and it just kind of swept its way across all the way to Alabama, Georgia, Florida. I think we were in the quote sweet spot because we didn't we get were. the snow, but we didn't get the severe weather. Exactly. We were. If you wanted to be in any position with this storm, Central Illinois was it because all you get were the benefits. Normally, we're not saying that. No, but we're this not. This time we are. <laughs> Usually, we're getting missed out or we're getting the brunt of something bad. Yes. So this uh, this was really a good thing. It was a nuisance. It's the worst part of all this for us is we haven't seen the sun in like ten days. So, Sunday. 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 This Sunday. Week, the eighteenth is when we're going to see the sun. I promise. <laughs> And then it'll go away again for like it, another week. It will. But, you know. It will. So soak it up while you can. What day is the solstice on the 21st? I believe it is the 21st this year. Well, then that's coming up too. So everyone, guess what? That's when winter officially starts. Yes. That's when winter officially starts. That is also the longest day of the year. So if you're already tired of this winter shortest stuff. Shortest day. Shortest day. Longest, longest night. night. 
I told you, my brain is not working. <laughs> if you're tired of the long nights, they will start getting shorter from that point on. So you also so you have got, that to look you forward got that to. to look forward to until you realize that the coldest months of the year are still in. Which is but very, that's okay. Which is very interesting. We There's get always our, a lag. We we get our <laughs> longest night of the year in December, yep. and that's not when we see our coldest temperatures. We yep. see the coldest temperatures. January and February. Yep, you're, there's always a lag by like a good month or two with that. It's same in summer, right? Your your peak heating doesn't happen till months after the summer. Yes, sisters. it's the same thing. The hottest months of the year are usually August. I like how we start seeing the 70s though in May. That see that see. There's yeah. always something to look forward to. Yeah. There. All right. Well, let's talk about. Uh, I've gotten. I'm sure you've gotten a lot of questions. Uh, White Christmas. Where's the snow? We want the snow. Where is it? Yeah, we well, want. kind of here. Is it going to happen? And we are. We've gotten. We've gotten some. We don't have a lot. Um, although, uh, was it? It was Wednesday night. We yes. picked up 0.7 inches of accumulation out of that. It was very I, clumpy. I was Came very surprised because we had the rainfall Tuesday, mm-hmm. and then there was like big fluffy snow. And then we had some flurries yesterday. Yep. We've had some today as well. Earlier this morning we did, just a little bit. Yep. And then we have chances again. We have more. Throughout the afternoon. It's going to be the pattern compared to where it's been is a pretty snowy pattern ahead. Now there's only a couple of cold fronts coming through, but each front has an opportunity to bring us some snow. And cold weather. Well, that's the the gut punch. We'll we'll get to the cow cold that's going to be here in a minute. Uh, let's take a look at the historical probability. So for those who are wondering what the official definition of a white Christmas is, is if, at least in the U.S., if you have at least one inch of snow on the ground, that's considered a white Christmas. It doesn't have to be falling, although that does add a little extra magic to it some. It does, yes. Um, uh, now, in some countries, it's got to either fall. you got to have snow falling Christmas Eve or and or Christmas Day plus an inch of snow. Now, we, don't have, we don't have that extra criteria. I think that's good. Yeah, because yeah. that, that that's very rare. Yes, but it does. It does. I, snow falling on Christmas. I think I've experienced that once or twice. It is a little extra special. I truthfully, I cannot remember if I have or not. Yeah, in, in, it doesn't. I mean, it doesn't happen around here all that often. I, oh, that's where I've been the whole time. So that would make sense. It's been a long. <laughs> it's been a long time. Um, in fact, let's see. Uh, the last time I got the stats right here. The last time snow fell on Christmas. Well, there was a trace in 2020. I vaguely remember that. But in 2013. However, anything that was meaningful, if you consider a half inch meaningful, uh, that was in 2010. That's been a minute. Um, That's been a minute. It's been a while. That was new snowfall. Yeah, 2010, half inch. And then 2009, 1.5. Okay. Would have been. So it's been a while. It's a little bit more of a white Christmas, 1.5 inches. But let's take a look here. Um, so we went back and I we did some digging on the historical probabilities of snow. The National Weather Service actually has a really cool interactive map, which I have linked on our web story about uh, white Christmas on CIProud.com. I was going to say, on, on, on CIProud.com? Yep. You can check that out. Uh, the story, I've got it linked there. Um, you can find the interactive map. But I did go through and found all the historical probabilities for Everyone in our viewing area that at least had a probability listed. And so there's like a list of like 25 towns or something here. Uh, but Peoria's probability is 31%. So <gasps> 31. Go figure. Wow. How, how lucky is that? Um, so roughly three, if you have 10 Christmases, if you go through a decade, three out of those 10, statistically speaking, would be 
white. I'm sorry. The fact that we're Station 31, I don't know that that's going to help us bring a white Christmas to Central Illinois. Sorry. Oh, feels cool, though. Yeah, it does. It does it, feel cool. I like it. <laughs> uh, so if you, uh, we'll see what happens this year. Um, statistically speaking, in the last decade, we've only had two. Mm-hmm. So statistically, we are due for one. We are. Um, we'll see. Um, we've got. We certainly got some opportunities. Now, I did some digging, and I went back and I matched the last ten white Christmases we've had in Peoria, and I, I got the analog. Basically, I put those dates on, and I said, "Plot me the charts of the upper level pattern, uh, the mean upper level pattern for each of those white Christmases." Ooh, Chris is getting fancy over here. Oh, it was fancy. <laughs> and then I went back and I looked at the pattern. That was forecast. If you put them side by side, they're nearly identical. Oh, so gasp. this again, everything is there now. It, at the end of the day, it comes down to: Does the storm take the right track? If it tracks two hundred miles too far south or two hundred miles too far north, we don't get anything. Yeah. Even though the pattern still ends up the same, the exact storm track. Maybe the storm takes the right lane instead of the left lane, and then you're missing out. This is why. I dislike forecasting snow, but Chris <laughs> loves forecasting I do snow. I love it. So we will see. We do have um, a. There are good opportunities. I think I would say most models are at least bringing us in mm-hmm. some accumulation. Now I did send out a tweet the other night because one of the models got a little happy-go-lucky, mm. as they typically do yes. eight days out. And I had to remind people that Central Illinois was not going to receive a season's worth of snow in one storm system. I saw that tweet. Just to say, I saw that. I'm like, 25 inches in pure. That's not going to happen, people. No, no. So, no. Uh, it is not going to be that. Now, is it going to be impactful? Potentially. We don't know yet. Um, there is some, you know, obviously with travel concerns, days leading up to Christmas, you know, that's going to be something to watch. Oh, you know what this is a perfect time for? What's that? Our seasonal reminder to listen to your local weather authority about snow forecasts and not the people on social media who like to use the phrase SNOWBEGEDDEN in yep. all caps. If you are seriously concerned about an amount of snow, we will be sure to let you know. Yeah, one to three days out. So uh, this storm we're talking about, um, there's an opportunity coming up here on Monday, Monday night. That's probably not going to be a big deal. Mm-hmm. There could be some minor accumulations. And um, um, given that it is cold already, there's pro- whatever falls would probably stick to the pavement. Um, and you know what? It is a lighter in snow event. However, those can be deceptively slick. So there could be some issues there, but we'll, we'll get to that. You know, again, it's still a little early. Thursday, the earliest we're going to have any idea on snow totals would probably be Tuesday. Yeah. That would be the earliest. Realistically, um, you might get a forecast by Tuesday night and then Wednesday morning mm-hmm. is when we're going to start getting down into the nitty gritty on the amounts. Yes. You will not get them on Monday. Um, and depending on model, you know, confidence, you might get it on. Uh, you'll you might get some early morning Tuesday, uh, but uh, just uh, but the earliest would be Tuesday that you're going to get a snowfall forecast. Also, we're not going to say snowbegin. No, we're not. We're, we're we will not use that phrasing ever. That's not a no. You know, we've had some very heavy snow last year. We've had some pretty good snows, and I didn't even use snowbegin for that. The beginning oh. of the year, you mean? Yeah. 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 You're right. Like last it, winter. I feel it feels like this it's been year. a while ago. But yeah, no. <laughs> when we had six to eight inches of snow those like two weeks in a row, we didn't say snowmageddon. Nope. Nope. So just, you know, if, if you're really worried about an amount of snowfall that we are going to get, uh, your local weather authority will be sure to tell you when we have the information available. Yeah. And it, it really impacts. I mean, if you're getting three, 
inches or five inches, the, the impacts out of those two snows are pretty much identical, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, so focus on the impacts. And we'll get, you know, as we get closer, you know, we, we still have a long way to go. I did post a nice little chart as to the weather forecasting process on my Facebook page and Twitter last night. And you can kind of see, you know, we're five to seven days out. At this point, we're still monitoring trends. We're trying to see where the models start to come together or diverge and increase our confidence in any one particular solution. Um, pretty confident there's going to be snow coming through, just given the strength of the front alone. Uh, is it a big doozy? I would be willing to bet probably not. Doesn't mean it's not going to not be impactful. Yeah, we haven't quite reached the boom or bust like yeah. confirmation yet. Right. So uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, but uh, I got to say, look, if you are a if you are a white Christmas fan and you desperately want a white Christmas. This is the type of pattern you need to have one. So uh, things are looking good. We'll see how that goes. And I'm more optimistic than not that we'll have yes. we'll have at least a, uh, an inch of snow on the ground on Christmas. Now, I don't think it's going to snow on Christmas. Uh, we're looking ahead. I don't really see much. It is going to be bleeping cold. So, Oh, I wish we had a, had a nice, little, like, little sound a little, little sound button. button there. Yeah, because... Uh, <laughs> we'll work on that in the okay, next budget no, meeting. Okay, no, listen. So this morning when I was forecasting... And I was looking at next week. I had to triple check that I was looking at the high temperature and not accidentally looking at the low temperature. So if you haven't seen what the temperature is Thursday next week, that should tell you everything you need to know. It's going to be it's it's going to be a significant uh, cold snap. So it's going to feel like January. We've got single digits and teens on the way. And now that, you know, it was already looking teens already mm-hmm. without any snow cover now you bring in snow i think you're going to have a you know you're going to have a hard time getting above the single digits and you're looking at sub-zero low temperatures probably friday morning or friday night see that's the other thing that we're really looking at it's not just the snow it's the cold aspect yeah. of it and too that might be the biggest issue of all right mm-hmm. is the cold air that's probably going to be the biggest thing um and so you're going to want to check on your elderly neighbors um you know be careful when you go out. Let's say you're doing something as simple as maybe checking the mail. Um, you want to be dressed in that situation. Be over-prepared for a trip that should take you 30 seconds, right? You go outside, you check the mail, you come back inside. But let's assume you trip and fall and hit your head. Yeah. Okay, or you slip on a, on a patch of ice, which is a possibility after a kind of snow that we could, you know, after we get some snow or something. And then you hit your head and then you're knocked out. Well, now you're unconscious on the concrete. And then you die of hypothermia, you know, you freeze to death. So, and look, I mean, a lot of people are like, well, that's, a, that's not going to happen. I'm like, well, it happens every year. Yeah. We report on these type of deaths every mm-hmm. year in central Illinois. And it's very sad and unfortunate. And it's, it, it's not necessarily anybody's fault, but be prepared to be out there longer than you would expect. Also, a reminder, if you are a space heater user, do not plug those into power strips. Yep. Make, the, make sure those are plugged into wall outlets. Uh, and I don't think it is recommended to leave those on overnight. No, turn them off and uh, I, just unplug them when you're done using them. Yeah, unplug them or uh, make sure that you turn it off. At keep the them away bare from meast. keep them away from curtains. Away I've seen from that curtains. a lot, you know, because you get a lot of outlets that are near curtains. Mm-hmm. People put their, you know, just a lot of things. And you know, it's the holidays, so you got your Christmas trees and stuff. You know, if you got live trees, keep them watered. And you know, nobody's looking forward to the uh, energy bills. <laughs> After this, I I keep my house kind of cold, but no, I'm at this point it's just going to be running just to keep it yeah you know, keep it cold. 
so that's where we're at now. It's looking very cold. And uh, while I don't think we'll have snow falling on Christmas, I do think we're going to pick up some snow ahead of time. So. You know what I will say that I do? I, you might be surprised to hear this. What I like about the cold weather. What's that? I can use my garage as a refrigerator. Well, that's yeah, yeah that's nice. I love Just, doing that. Putting everything out in the patio. I mm-hmm. made a crock pot dinner, and I didn't want to put the whole crock pot in the fridge. So I was like, ah, there's the garage. I will say, when you've got extra stuff and you're cooking extra stuff, whether it's for Thanksgiving or for Christmas, and you've got all this extra food that you can't fit in mm-hmm. your fridge, I'm like, well, it's colder outside than it is in our fridge. Let's just put all that stuff outside. I love being able to do that. Perfect. Love it. But that's about it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, here's a look at some of our Christmas Day climatology for Peoria. The average, uh, what is considered normal high is 36 degrees. The normal low is 21. The warmest high temperature on record is 63 degrees. We set that back in 2019. Oh, I remember that. That was a warm Christmas. Coldest high temperature, negative 2, 1983. I don't think we're going to set that record this year. Coldest low temperature, 14 below, 1983. Again, don't think we're going to see that either. Brutal. You know what we forgot to do? Weather history? Yeah. Well, if you want to look something I, up. I've got, I, I'll pull some stuff up. Okay. I'll, keep, I'll keep rattling off some of this. Uh, snowiest Christmas, 1909, 3.9 inches fell. Now, the greatest snow depth was 10 inches, also back in 1909. Oh, I don't like those numbers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, when it comes to frequency of cold temperatures... Which is uh, they consider cold less than free less than thirty two degrees so below freezing, forty six point seven percent of the time we've had high temperatures below thirty two percent. So that's an inter- little interesting stat there. High temperatures below thirty two percent. High temperature below thirty two degrees. Okay. Excuse me. Okay. Thirty two. Thirty two degrees. Not just me. Okay. No, no, it's one hundred percent me as well. Okay. Okay. Cool. So that's where we're. At. Uh, those are some of the nifty stats there. So just something to be aware. It's going to be cold. There's probably going to be some snow ahead of Christmas, and it's going to have some impact on holiday travel make sure you're staying warm yes and if you are traveling make sure that you have um extra gloves extra hats extra stuff you know have a little winter kit put together if you're going to yep. be traveling just in case something happens also be prepared the wind chills are probably gonna be somewhere in the 20 to 30 below zero range with this just yeah that not fun not if you if you if I'm, I couldn't make it sound any worse. I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> Nobody's gonna be crying because it's all gonna be frozen. No, that's this is this is air hurts your face weather is what yes, this it is. is. Yeah, it hurts the smile. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, do you want to finish this off with the uh, weather history? With the weather history. All right. I gotta. I got You're gonna know some notice some uh, specific dates in here. Okay. So we're gonna start with December 10th of 1967. Fort Walton Beach, Ocean City, Florida. That's a name. Fort Walton <laughs> Beach, Ocean City, Florida. An F2 tornado. Uh, 35 homes and nine businesses destroyed. 290 homes and 23 businesses, including Club Continental, had damage. Um, and I'm only seeing one death listed. Uh, they don't have a death total. And then speaking of December 10th. December 10th through 11th of 2021, tornado outbreak. Um, this went through you know, portions of southern Illinois, but also primarily went through um, Kentucky. Uh, so this impacted Arkansas, Missouri, Tennessee, Illinois, and Kentucky. Okay. Is that the last year's? 
Yeah, that was last, last year's. year's. So this is also the one that damaged the uh, Amazon factory. That's right. That yep. is the one, uh, the, oh, Mayville in Kentucky? It starts uh, with an M. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yes. yes. Oh, I feel bad. I can't, I can't rem- remember the town name either. Uh, it, it was something to that extent. Yes. May- um, was it Mayfield? Oh my goodness! I'm looking it up. Right okay, now. don't don't worry. We're gonna get all the facts. It is on Mayfield, this. Kentucky. Mayfield. Yeah. Um. A total of 92 people lost their lives during the event. Mm. Um. This there is an article linked to it. 23 significant tornadoes that formed during the event, uh, and one of them was the one that hit the Amazon factory in southern Illinois. That yeah. was one of them. Yeah, and the, just east of St. Louis. Um, oh, well, here's actually the full information. Okay. There's two separate posts on this. I'm sorry, everyone. 23 of the 71 confirmed twisters were strong EF2 to EF4. Um, 92 people were killed. A So they're calling this the quad state supercell, mm-hmm. not the quad state tornado. Right. But it did spawn two incredibly long tracked EF4s that trekked from northeast Arkansas to southwest of Louisville. The second EF4 decimated numerous communities in Kentucky. This was the Mayfield tornado. Mm-hmm. That killed 58 people along a 166-mile path. Uh, six EF3s were produced northwest. The NWS in St. Louis had a near miss as an intense tornado passed near their office in Weldon Springs. Uh and this is the same storm that produced a second EF3 in Edwardsville, Illinois, that killed six at the Amazon facility. Dresden, Tennessee, was struck by an EF3 with a 123-mile path. This is the outbreak's second-longest track tornado. Bowling Green, Kentucky, sustained a direct hit by an EF3 and EF2. 17 people were killed, and there were a lot of structures destroyed. And just uh, in case anyone was curious, that was a moderate risk day Mm -hmm. for areas in the south. Uh, Now we're going ahead a couple of days and back in time. December 12th, 1928, Agatha Angelina County, Texas, F3 tornado had a five-mile path. A substantial home of the well-known Jones family, quote, quote, had been fully swept away and the owner was killed. December 12th, 1982. A wintry matchup between the two New England Patriots and Miami Dolphins took place in Foxborough, Massachusetts. The crowd in attendance numbered 25,000 despite the freezing temperatures. Hmm. Controversy ensued when a snowplow was brought in to clear a spot for the Patriots kicker who kicked the only field goal of the game. Well, that could be controversial. Yeah. I could see that. Uh, December 12th, 1969, a water spout over Puget Sound made landfall in King County, Washington. Officially rated an F3, the tornado produced significant damage to numerous homes and businesses, and at least one person was injured. Hmm. Yeah. That one's kind of That's crazy. nifty. That one's different. December 13th, 1973, nine tornadoes impacted Tennessee, Georgia, and South Carolina. Officially, eight were significant, F2+. Plus the strongest of which was an F4 in Greenwood County, South Carolina. And it looked like seven tornadoes were documented and three people were killed. Seen a lot of 
tornadoes. Just to just December tornadoes are a thing. Yeah. They're, they're not huge around here, but we do get them. Um, I've, obviously, the last couple of years, we've actually had a run with that. Yes, we have. Um, but uh, it's just a reminder that this is tornado season for the South this in is, particular. This is and this is like a secondary season for us. Yes. We kind of get like a tiny break in there, and then it ramps back up. Yep. It's kind of uh, November, early December, typically. Now, we're done, given this latest. Mm-hmm. Um, our best opportunity for any severe weather would have been this last cold front. Yes. And that came through. And that Now we've gotten that pattern change. We're done until spring, yes. most likely. December 13th, 1984, an intense morning tornado slammed the eastern Dallas metro. The F3 moved along northward at a 10-mile path through Balch Springs and Mesquite. It damaged or destroyed around 600 homes, several businesses, and some churches. 28 people were injured. December 14th, 1987, an intense tornado ripped through West Memphis, Arkansas. The F3 damaged or destroyed 235 houses, 35 businesses, and along with 193 residences at Millington, Tennessee. Six people were killed, 121 were injured along a 25-mile path. Another relatively new one. December 15, 2021. A dynamic system produced an unprecedented derecho in the northern plains and Midwest. The SPC received over 440 wind reports spanning from Kansas to Wisconsin, an outbreak of 120 tornadoes, 33 of which were rated EF2, were spawned by the derecho. Hmm. There you go. I vaguely remember that late yep. season one. And that is this week in history. History. We got it. Did. So, yeah, that is your reminder that early December is, is our secondary severe yep. weather season. In uh, nighttime, or just in general, tornadoes this time of year, um, they're scarier. They, it gets darker earlier. Mm-hmm. You know, people are, you know, it's 4 o'clock, it's getting dark. And is you, it midnight? And you could be on the road. I mean, this week we had uh, New Orleans had a tornado go through during rush hour. That Ooh. was their second tornado of the year because they had one, I believe, back in January, February. Um, you know, with another strong s- storm. But, you know, it is a reminder that you can get tornadoes any time of year as long as the conditions are right. And remember, those conditions are relative to the season. Yep. We would typically, <clears throat> in the spring, we'd think, ah, okay, 70-degree day, high enough dew points. Okay, this is our, this is going to be our severe weather day. In December, 60-degree day, 50-degree day. As long yep. as your dew points are up there. If you get dew points, 40s, 50s, it's in, they get enough cold air aloft. Mm-hmm. It's all relative. You know, the, the science works the same if it's 70 degrees and 20 degrees colder aloft, and then, you know, 60 degrees and 20 degrees colder aloft in the winter. It's all the, the, it all, the air will move the same way. Yep. So, all right, well. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap uh, this one up. We've got, uh, again, we discussed a little bit of the white Christmas stuff. Be sure to check out our website, ciproud.com. We've got some nifty stats. We've got stuff uh, in there for a lot of small communities across central yeah. Illinois. So uh, towns that we don't always feature in the climate stuff because, frankly, there's not a whole lot of data. But we did have data for that, so I put it in there. Uh, so be sure to check it out. On behalf of Molly Naslin, myself, Chief Meteorologist. Wait. 
wait, Christmas joke. Christmas joke. Oh, wait, a Molly. Christmas All right, joke. Molly. Molly's going to do a Christmas joke. I was getting ready to prematurely end this. How dare you? I know. Send me to the brig. <laughs> Did you find one yet? Are we pirates? Arr. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what do we got here? I had some funny ones earlier this week that I, I completely oh, I'm to forgot. Okay, 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 okay. I got a good one. I got a good one. What right. do you call a scary-looking reindeer? A caraboo. Oh, my Lord. <laughs>